2: I'm the big dog, Chasey J. Joined alongside, you already know who it is, Nasty Ooh. Nate Tringali. Nate, how the hell are you? It's good to be back, man.
1: Counting down the days, uh, what are we, six days away now as as we're yeah. recording this? Uh, I'm pumped. It's an exciting matchup, too, uh, coming up on Thursday.
2: They always start out hot now. I like that. Thursday night games, usually the big ones.
1: Yeah, I mean... Bills, Rams, that's a good start. I think that's going to be a, a good matchup. We'll see who comes out on top, but uh, we're not talking about either of those teams today, are we?
2: No, no. We are talking about our final division of the Octopod. We finally did it. Eight divisions about to be down, eight divisions about to be slayed. We're going through the hardest one, the AFC West. Uh-oh. This. It really I, I is, told you. I gave you a call and I said dude, I'm getting gray hairs right in this doc because I don't know I think this is, this division could go any way um, Before we get into the octopod make sure you follow us at PSO sports one on Twitter and Instagram and the sports opinions on everything else Um tock we have a website. I will be posting here soon. So will Nate uh, Nate's gonna be posting a lot of fantasy stuff throughout right you're gonna be a big fantasy guy, yes, sir. This year,
1: we'll see. It always starts out hot, and then you know, every single running back I ever pick up gets hurt. Yeah, the we'll running
2: see. backs. I learned this year the running backs were tough. They get they're like it got rough towards the end. I was like, shit.
1: Yeah, running backs get thin fast. They really do. God, no, that's why God. usually, especially everyone... when I'm picking the draft, it's easier to do this. I I always like to pick multiple running backs you know early in the early in the draft but after yeah. you know when, when you're picking late and i'm just trying to pick the best guy available it's a receiver
2: yeah exactly and like if missing out on a big time receiver whew, that's tough like your brother your brother has yeah. good running backs but no receiver he's trying to get Cortland sutton from me i'm like no it's not gonna happen um <laughs> all right I Can't wait for your fantasy stuff so I can just steal your advice and use it against you in your own league, but um, <laughs> We're gonna be talking about the AFC West today um, Man, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I'm do you want me to just go right through it? We're gonna start the Denver Broncos
1: Bronco nation Denver Broncos. We're starting with the Broncos, Broncos we're gonna start <laughs> Let's ride.
2: <rock>. Uh, <laughs> let's ride. So the Broncos additions of course, we all know quarterback Russell Wilson was acquired in a trade with the Seattle Seahawks along with a fourth round pick For two first round picks two second round two second round picks a fifth rounder drew Locke, tied in Noah fan and defensive tackle Shelby Harris um, Offensive lineman Billy Turner from the Packers. He signed a one-year deal worth up to five million dollars Defensive end Randy Gregory from the Cowboys signed a five-year 70 million dollar deal on um, with The Broncos and then defensive tackle DJ Jones and a three-year deal with 30 million um, Obviously, I think we, we got to talk about Russ. We got to talk about Russ uh, Let's just talk about Russ himself. Is he gonna be? What he used to be or is he or did we see the trend go down already?
1: I, I think we're gonna know pretty early on. I mean I, I hope we get to see the old Russ because I put I picked him up in fantasy in like the eleventh round or something like that. I was I was very happy with that. But what I'm curious with him is, you know, Seattle has had a terrible offensive line, um, but he had good weapons. Uh, yeah. You know, DK Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett there, and in the last couple of years he has had injury struggles. I really think with a, a good offensive line and coming in healthy. We've seen we've seen it before. Every, you know, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, goes to a new team, and you know they might start off a little bit slow, but once they get get clicking, you know they they both won Super Bowl, so it may, yeah. we might see more of the same from us. And I, I honestly think there's a very good chance of that. I'm excited for Ooh. this team. He's not yeah, the this only this is gonna he's be not, not the up, only too. addition that I would like to I, I'd like to talk about though. Randy Gregory, okay. I think that's a big deal there too. Uh, lost Von Miller last year. He in traded into the Rams, and went and picked him up in, in free agency this year. I think that is going to be a big, big signing. I, along with Pat, Pat Sertan, and uh, they got a good defense. You know, they've got they they've got a good defense there, and, and he's gonna you know just be gonna get a few more sacks, gonna get a lot more pressures. Lot I think that's huge.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a lot better team. Uh, new coach as well. Uh, offensive minor guy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Samuel uh, Hackett from yeah, the
2: Packers, Packers offense coordinator. So yeah, offensive guy. Uh, I like it too. I don't want to break down too much about it because I'm going to tell you what I think at the end. Obviously, um, departures. Teddy Bridgewater, they lost him. They went to the Dolphins. Quarterback Drew Lock, as we said, <laughs> yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, that's they'll that, send your franchise back about 10 years. Um, quarterback <laughs> Drew Lock, he was traded to the Seahawks. Obviously, as we talked about, so it was tight in Noah Fant. Um, offensive tackle Bobby Macy, he's gone. Defensive tackle Shelby Harris, another guy traded to the Seahawks. And cornerback Kyle Fuller, he went to the Ravens. Um, Nathan, anybody significant? I mean, Kyle Fuller kind of sticks out to me. He's a pretty good corner. Um, other than that, I'm glad they. Uh, Noah Fant. Noah Fant, he's a good weapon. He, and him and uh, Russ would have been good yeah. to get it. that. would have been like a Greg Olson tie for him.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I mean, especially not that their receiving core is weak by any, any stretch of the imagination. You know, according to Sutton, Jerry Judy, it's decent. But yeah. it, it's not top tier. Uh, having him there would have been nice, but uh, obviously going to get Russ, you got to do what you got to do.
2: Yeah, I feel like adding um, Tim Patrick would have been good. But, I mean, he, he tore his ACL. I think that would have just made, you know, leveled them
1: up a little bit. Because right now I think they're just a little bit
2: above average in the receiving core.
1: It's a lot of depth. You know, obviously they don't have, and there's only four to five teams in the league that have a, you know, number one, number one receiver. Yeah. So Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, there's only a handful in the league, you know.
2: Yeah. I think overall Broncos... They didn't really lose much. It's kind of what we're getting to. Um, let's go through their draft here. Yeah. Second round linebacker Nick Bonito Bonito. Sorry. Third round tight end Greg Dolchich. Fourth round cornerback Damari Mathis. And defensive end Ayoma Uwazarike. How do you like that? <laughs> um anything stick out with this? Are right, we good to keep?
1: I like how you I like how you put the the pronunciation in there. I
2: didn't want to fuck his name up. I didn't want to fuck his name up. Ironically enough I probably messed up <laughs> with like three other guys' names, but for him, I didn't want to mess it up. Um I mean it's just I, I think it's just a good overall. I mean, you don't have a first round pick, that's always tough, but you know I, I think they just added yeah, the spots they I mean, needed to.
1: Exactly. Nick Bonito, uh you know, that could be a good second round pickup. When you don't have the first round draft pick though, you're not gonna ha- you're just not gonna have the uh you know, big name guys in there. You know. Yeah. you're not obviously not getting the Aiden Hutchinson, the sauce gardener, you know. You're not making yeah. any news by any any sort of the but salad draft. Yeah, you ain't getting any sauce in the
2: second round. All the sauce is gone. Sauce is gone no, after the sauce is sauce is gone after just, the Just just noodles. Round. Yeah, just noodles. That's all you get. Just Dolchich. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, strength of schedule, 15th hardest. So they went 147, 142, and twenty twenty one. Nathan, I'm going to let you have Denver, because you've been on them longer than I have. So I'll let you go first with this one.
1: Like I said, we, we've seen it before. A veteran quarterback goes to a different team and lights it up. Uh, like I said, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, both, it, I wouldn't expect this team to come out right away, guns a blazing, and uh, you know, light it up the first maybe even five, six weeks of the season. I think it might take them a little while to get going, especially uh, first-year head coach coming in as well. But I think towards the end of the season, once this team is, is kind of locked in, I think this team's going to be extremely dangerous coming down the stretch and into the playoffs. Uh, that being said, I do think they will make the playoffs. I have them like, and like you said, fifteenth toughest schedule in the league. Um, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy there. I've got them at twelve and five. Like I said, I think there's there's a good chance they're going to start off a bit slow, but I I, I think they're really going to win some games there at the end of the schedule.
2: Do, do you have them top of the AFC? Who's your top team in the AFC?
1: The Bills, thirteen and
2: four. Holy shit. Man. I said,
1: mean, Russ coming in. I think the last couple of years are going to prove be outliers in his career. He had a down year in uh, what was it twenty twenty? Last year, had surgery on his hand halfway through the season. Missed about, I want to say, five six weeks because of that. Yeah. So, I, I think, I think he's going to be just fine. Honestly, I'm. I was. I had my eyes on Cortland Sutton for this draft. I think he's going to be. In fantasy, I think he's going to have a great year. So I didn't get him. I, I like wish that. I did. But... Yeah, I got him. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I know.
2: I'm kind of pumped <laughs> for him too. Um, I think this team, despite everything that's going on, they still got a lot of question marks. Uh, Russell Wilson, as we've talked about, I get it. You said he missed five to six weeks. Everybody thinks that Russell Wilson missed a fuck ton of games last year. He didn't. He only missed three games last year. And also, he played. Yeah, he played 14 hmm. games last year. And he had his lowest completion percentage since 2017, which Russ was known for being surgical. You know, that's what Russ is He's efficient and he only completed 64% You know, but also on top of all that look at his stats with that horrible team 25 touchdowns only six interceptions on the year um and this, like we talked about with Cortland Sutton, I think Jerry Judy's going to be good as well. Javante Williams, we haven't talked about him yet. Yeah, he's a, you know, there's a good chance he's he's the top back in this league. You know, I really like Javante Williams. This old line's kind of spotty. I like to hear that. <laughs> there we go. We're just complimenting each other's fantasy teams. Um, <laughs> I think if they weren't in the toughest division in football with a rookie head coach. I'd give them a lot more wins. I'd probably give them a 12 and 5 record. But since this is the first year for everything, I think there's going to be some pieces that still need to, you know, that just don't fit just right. So I'm going to say 10 and 7 for the Denver Broncos. Which before, remember, I so you, I I told you I thought they weren't going to make the playoffs when this first happened. Remember that?
1: I will tell you. I, I do remember that, by the way. <laughs> and I, I've been I've been just hoping and waiting the day I can prove you wrong. So. But listen to this. The last, <clears throat> what does worry me? The last three weeks, five weeks of their schedule, are Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Chargers. That's a that's a tough way to end the end the year.
2: And and before that's Baltimore, Baltimore, Kansas City, yeah. Arizona, L.A., Kansas City, L.A. That's where I think they're going to rattle off. Maybe go like one and five, or like one and four. You know, See, that's why.
1: but from from week three to. 15 yeah. I have them losing two games.
2: Yeah, and the, I mean The thing is too. out of every other team in this division Because I think it's really going to be this division is just going to be chipping off each other taking wins from one another I do
1: in fact ju- for just about every team in this division. I have them splitting I really don't have anybody sweeping. Yeah, uh, that, I was the same year. way.
2: Yeah, I, I, freaking, I agree a hundred percent Um but I just – it's going to happen has, somewhere,
1: I just don't know where.
2: Yeah, and Denver has um, the easiest strength of schedule out of any other team in this division. No other. I don't think any other team other than them is outside the top ten hard to schedule. So they're going to have yeah. an easier schedule than everybody else. But like we said, those last six weeks, geez, that could be a tough stress. That's why I think they start hot. Yeah, that's and, tough. Here, good, good example here. They're the Arizona Cardinals of last season. They started out hot and fell apart a little Yeah, bit. Plus, I
1: could... Later in the season, <clears throat> gets I don't out. think their collapse is going to be quite as bad, but no. I, I definitely think... Because I I actually have them losing... Like I said, from week two to 15, I have them losing two games, and then I have them losing the final three games. Damn.
2: Yeah, and I mean, So I, I, think I definitely...
1: I mean, like I said, I don't think it's going to be quite as big as the Cardinals last year, because I think they, were, they started off what 9 10 and 0 I think 9 yeah. and 0 or something
2: yeah they went pretty crazy the and then
1: and then ended up 11 and 6
2: yeah I was just throwing it out as a comparison the team that starts out hot and fades away a little bit I think. yeah
1: no, no. I, I totally agree with you though
2: yeah okay anything else about the Denver Broncos
1: no? not at this time
2: Not at this time no questions <laughs> um LA Chargers <laughs> 9 and 8 record in 2021. Oh, I'm excited team. about them. I feel like this division's your division <laughs> This I should just let you, you do the entire division because you <laughs> love the Chargers. You love Denver You hate KC. like you just got so much yin and yang all over the place um, <laughs> Additions they signed tight end Gerald Everett from Seattle. He signed a two-year 12 million dollar deal defensive tackle Austin Johnson from the Giants signed uh, a one-year deal with the Chargers this is a big one. Linebacker Khalil Mack from the Bears acquired in a trade with the Chargers in exchange for a 2022 second round pick and a six rounder in 2023 from the Bears. um Huge pickup there. Huge pickup. Also, they got Kyle Van Noy from the Pats. He signed a one year deal. And then cornerback JC Jackson. I feel like I've said this is a big deal a lot but jc jackson well, from the past five year 82.5 million dollar deal nathan floors here uh, let me hear what? you let me hear you spread your juices everywhere about the la Chargers.
1: one more guy i i, I don't see on there but i want to mention is sebastian joseph day from uh, they signed him in free agency from the rams okay give me a, uh, give me a smear brandon St- brandon staley Coached him when he was a defensive coordinator there in L.A. Uh, I really I'm excited about a few additions here. Khalil Mack. Uh, this team struggled last year uh, on defense. Defense mostly. I think they were ranked 29th in the league uh, total yards against. I think they were something like 26th in the league uh, total points against as well. Khalil Mack, Sebastian Josephs Day and J.C. Jackson, I think those are, obviously, but this team could not stop the run last year, and I, I think that's, and, and Brandon Staley knows that. Brandon Staley knows exactly where his team's at, and no, knows what needs to be done. Now the question okay. is if it's going to be fixed. You but can't
2: leave out Bosa either. You can't leave out Bosa. Bosa's no,
1: no, no, absolutely. And, and that's, you know, I think that's Khalil Mack. Struggled a little bit in the last couple of years there in Chicago, ever since the, the Raiders. Kind of had a little bit of regression there, obviously. So, him coming off the other side with Joey Bosa.
2: Yeah. I mean, look at,
1: you know, hogging all, hogging all the double teams over there.
2: Yeah, and look at guys like uh, Ndamukong Sue and uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. R- you know, guys that rush the quarterback that, Once they joined a defensive line that had another guy that the offensive line had to worry about these guys all of a sudden saw their career numbers go up. Jason Pierre Paul had pretty good years in Tampa Bay. So did Sue, you know, like I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Khalil Mack definitely honestly if you told me he had a better year than Bosa this year, I wouldn't be surprised JC Jackson huge pickup. Because their corners were bad, man. They were getting toasted every... Remember, was, they were last, I think, at passing yards for a long time throughout yeah. last season. Um, they always got toasted. And good. rushing. They yeah, were like,
1: just... Yeah, it was it was a mess. Yeah. But part of the problem, you know, last year, Brandon Staley runs a, a 3-4 defense. So, you know, coming into a team that's already set up for a 4-3, it can... I can see it being a little bit of... Tough transitioning to kind of more your style without the right personnel, um, and, and I think this is going to be—you know—there was a lot of criticism for Brandon Staley last year. Uh, he's got to learn how to manage games a little bit better. Uh, that last game in uh, against Vegas looks pretty bad. So uh, gonna I gonna really do have thing. high hopes for this team.
2: Yeah, we'll save save that take for I the do. end because I got a special take for that one that pisses me off.
1: Um, uh Oh
2: All right, let's go into the, the departures here tied in Jared cook. He's gone offensive guard Michael Schofield He's also gone defense alignment. Justin Jones. He went to the Bears linebacker. Uchina Inso in uh or uh, No, is that good? Uh, from the. in C- wasu. Yeah, I, th- I don't Anwasu. know why I had a stroke reading that one that was tough um, he went to the Seahawks. And linebacker Kazir White, he went to the Eagles. This is a very, very light departure list.
1: Yeah, not a whole lot of big negatives on here. Jared Cook, tight end. Um, obviously, they brought in Gerald Everett from Seattle for a couple of years.
2: I don't know if I like that change. Going to Everett from I mean, I know Cook's older, but like Cook, Cook's definitely more reliable than Jared Everett ever would be.
1: I, I agree. I don't think it's a massive drop, but... At the same time, though, you also Herbert, You've also got Eckler. You've got... Yeah, Herbert Keenan never Allen, throws. You've got Mike Williams. He never throws to the I tight had, end. No, I had Jared Cook last year for some time in, in fantasy, and I know he doesn't really throw to the tight end too often.
2: There's no reason that Jared Cook shouldn't have caught 10 touchdowns, but Herbert just does not throw to the tight ends. Yeah. But I just... I don't think they lost that much. They really didn't.
1: And whoever they lost... You had the JC, they re- JC
2: Jackson, Cleo Mack. We already
1: talked about it. Yeah, I mean, and they did pick up a guard in, in the draft as well, Michael Schofield leaving.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, they, every everything they lost, they plugged the hole already. So, yeah, and, and that's that's they're a common. I'm going to go over that with you they're here. Plugging in a second, some that's holes. That's a that's a common thing with this, this Chargers team. Plugging Brandon holes. Brandt Staley.
2: He. Uh, Sorry. I, I'm I, know, I know I know how I, you I feel keep, here and I'm, I keep running I'm ready uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Draft first round they took guard Zion Johnson third round. They took safety JT Woods fourth round They took running back Isaiah Spiller Spiller was a big name, you know, and there's a lot of question marks about uh, Eckler if he can stay healthy the whole season um, Like you said Zion Johnson. That's a guy that could fill um, Sheffield spot or Showfield spot uh, what do you think?
1: I think the the Zion Johnson pickup and the Isaiah Spiller, and there's always going to be that little bit of worry, injury concern from Eckler just because of his size. He's a small guy, man.
2: Yeah, and
1: he. I mean, and
2: he's a workhorse, too.
1: He is. I mean, I think that's going to Isaiah Spiller. I don't. I don't see him playing a, a big role this year, uh, but he's going to add some. Hopefully not much needed depth.
2: Spiller's in that perfect sweet spot for running backs, though. Once you get to the fourth round, it's like, ooh, I think this is a good time to to spend it on a running back. Yeah. You know? So that's why I kind of, I don't know, if Eckler goes out, this stuff happens all the time. Uh, It does. And that's
1: why I said hopefully hopefully they don't need the uh, additional... Depth, but if Eckler goes down, it gets short fast.
2: I feel like Eckler's, I mean, I get it. I, I, people really like Eckler, but I feel like he's still underrated. I think he's a really good weapon if he stays healthy.
1: Uh, nobody, absolutely, nobody talks about him. know,
2: he doesn't get as much no. love as like Zeke. Zeke still has defenders more than Eckler has fans. I have I Zeke on my fantasy team too. I am just sound like a hypocrite here, but still.
1: Weird draft. Draft and Zeke.
2: I have Zeke and Saquon. Hella weird draft. Oh, Um, man. 2018 (laughs) all pro team. Strength of schedule. Tenth (laughs) tenth hardest schedule. Um, Opponents had a 150 and 139 record in 2021. Uh, Nate, I'll let you have – you can have Denver and L.A. first, and
1: I'll do the last. Okay. These are your teams. All right. No, no I, 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 really do want you to go first here. I do.
2: Oh, okay. You want me to go? Oh, wow. I, would, to, I would. I would like to you to, to go, go first. Okay. I do. So let me start off by saying that there is no excuse for a team with this much talent to miss the playoffs. But, but the same could have been said for last season. I get it. Your defense was tough. You had one of the best offensive lines, one of the best offenses, and you had three games that were lost by your head coach. Three games, including the last one, which is an all-time fuck-up. And this guy was getting crowned way too early. I think we are way too early And Herbert and Brandon Staley. I get it, Herbert's putting up the numbers. I get it, Staley is this new offensive mind, and he he could be like McVay. I get it. But right now, I just – these – like – we're getting all this hype about this team that went nine and eight last year, and the team that they missed out on the playoffs was was run by Derek Carr. I get, oh, Derek Carr's really good. Yeah, suck my ass. No, he's not. He's an average to a little bit above average quarterback, and he should he's not be beating. He should not be beating a top three quarterback in the league, though, is what I'm saying. Um, mm. I don't. I think we're just a little too early on crowning Staley I'll tell you and
1: what. Herbert. If we're, As if the we're next calling. Week, they- If we're calling Herbert a top three quarterback in the league, I I will agree with you. He's a bit... We're a bit early. Well, I mean, there's a
2: lot of lists. There's the top 20 players in the NFL, and a lot of people were pissed that Herbert's name wasn't up there. Lamar wasn't even on that list. Is Lamar better than Herbert? Now, okay, before I get attacked for for not giving Staley and uh, Herbert a reach-around like everybody else is, before I get yelled at, that doesn't mean that this isn't gonna be the season that that happens, that these guys actually prove that they're worth all this praise. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, that that's not what this means. I think uh, this this easily could be the season. They got a lot better on defense, a lot better. And this offense is arguably a top in the league. You can easily argue it for top in the league. If Keenan Allen is consistent like he has been, Mike Williams had a lot of good stretches last week, or uh, last year, Austin Eckler, uh, unbelievable last year fantasy wise and just in general he's electric and then yeah you guys have justin herbert like everybody's been talking about um any other team any other team with this much talent i would say this is going to be the best team in the afc but since it's the chargers i know something crazy is going to happen i'm going to drop a couple wins i'll stick at 11 and 6
1: that's that's very respectable thank you a couple things first of all i will agree with you if if people if we're calling herbert top three i think we're a little bit early i think top five might be fair to say right now but top three there's some hasn't people even made putting herbert above. Yet.
2: some people are putting him
1: above burrow
2: like there's espn no, he right hasn't this.
1: made the playoffs yet like That's I, I get my he's putting up the numbers and he looks he looks electric he's got a huge arm he's pretty accurate he's got the legs he's got everything but he's got to make the playoffs before we're talking about top three he's got to make the playoffs first
2: if he makes the playoffs this year too in this stacked afc i'll give him as much praise as he as he deserves you know because right now you know i'm not even putting him above lamar i agree lamar's got an mvp and lamar's got a playoff win two things that he's He's even been He's even been to the playoffs, something that Herbert cannot relate to. I, I'm just leaving it at that, right, right off the bat.
1: Um, all right. Okay. So, actually, second of all, before I get into my side of the Chargers here, uh, your boy Saquon. I Why just got a notification friends? on Twitter that said Saquon Barkley is locked in, and it's a video of him at the U.S. Open watching a tennis match. So, <laughs> hey, Liz good luck.
2: luck. As long as it doesn't say Saquon out for the season, I don't care what the fucking ESPN. <laughs> That's the true. It could be Saquon smoking. true. Smoked, you know what? It could be Saquon smoking as long crack, as and I don't care. As long as he stays healthy. <laughs> as long as, as Saquon's long, healthy. As long as he's healthy, and as long as he's hitting the hole, I don't care if he's hitting the crack pipe too.
1: <laughs> as long as he's hitting the cracks, he's he's fine. Yeah. Hitting the cracks. All right. The crack. <laughs> All right. So the Chargers. Here's here's the thing like I said about plugging holes last season, when Brandon Staley got offered this job, this team had two holes (laughs) defense in their offensive line, (laughs) right? Okay. Actually three holes. I'll say because they needed a quarterback before last year as well. Was it? No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the year before they they drafted. He's had two years. Yeah. Uh, So two, two holes. First, The first season, you know what they took care of? They replaced the, they overhauled the offensive line and had one of the best offensive lines in the league last year. Mm
2: -hmm. True.
1: You know what they did on defense this year? The a a (laughs) gaping need. A
2: gaping hole
1: was plugged. J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, Kyle Van Noy, Sebastian Joseph Day. This team's this team's gonna be alright. I I do believe that Brandon now and here's another concern. Like you said, Brandon Staley, as far as game management goes, that has been a concern. You know, I trust his ability. He did it last year with the offensive line. I trust his ability to build the roster him. Um, you know, that organization and himself to build that roster. But if if you're managing yourself out of games in this AFC, you're you're not gonna be okay. I think he yeah. can I think I, I think realistically, this team can go twelve and five. Okay,
2: so we weren't too far off. You're just, no, <laughs> I think yeah, and then guess what? The Raiders twelve and five. Kansas City
1: twelve and five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody Not quite. Five. Not okay. quite.
2: I like your. I, I I do agree with a lot of things you said. Um, I like the the whole analogy. That was nice. Um, <laughs> I just think yeah, like I. This team should be thirteen and four. They should be, but it's just—I still think there's like question marks with Staley.
1: I don't. But you've still—you've still got a young quarterback, and you've still got a young head coach. There's going to be mistakes, and you expect that. Uh, but last year, some big mistakes when it came down to game management. Yeah. You know, not a Bad whole lot of. Grass from Herbert. Look at Herbert, like. Yeah. In that in that game against the the Raiders, Herbert had a hell of a game, had a hell of a qu- fourth quarter, and just to get it to overtime, like, he, he had a great game, and, and, and it was just kind of a crazy managed. ending, I guess, but... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Poorly managed just the word.
1: Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I mean...
2: Like, people are very open to be like, hey, Cliff Kingsbury makes a lot of bad decisions coaching, and then Brandon Staley makes like four, and nobody says anything. Oh, hey, no, I will
1: hundred. I'll 100% acknowledge them. My, my hope is that they learn from him and move on. He's a professional, you know, he's a coach in the NFL. If he's gonna be successful, he has learned from them and will make less mistakes and this team will win more games. Yeah. If and not, he won't be there very long. And if
2: we all recycle, the earth will be perfect and protected and if we all pray <laughs> every night, nothing bad will ever happen. There's a lot of what ifs in these. Uh, I'm just <laughs> giving a shit. I think 12 and 5 is reasonable at least. Um, I, I can't wait to see them play. I think that's going to be a fun team. Uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, it is. Let's talk about let's talk about the Raiders. I love the Raiders. I really like the Raiders this year. I'm probably going to watch a lot of Raider games this year. I don't know why, but they went 10 and seven um, in 2021. Let's go through their additions. Wide receiver Devonta Adams from the Pack. He was acquired in a trade. Uh, in exchange for a 2022 first-round pick, 2022, 2022 second-round pick, um, Adams also signed a new contract worth 141.25 million over five years, with an average of 28.25 million per year. Fat contract for Devonte. They also signed defensive end Chandler Jones from the Cards. Um, he signed a deal that will pay him roughly. Fifty two point five million over three years defensive tackle by Nichols from Chicago. He signed a two-year $11 million deal Cornerback Anthony Everett from Baltimore signed a one-year deal Cornerback Rock Yasin. He was acquired in a trade with the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for defensive end Yannick in and Safety Duran Ham Harmon. Uh, he went or he signed from the Falcons. He signed a one-year deal with the Raiders Obviously, we got to talk about Devontae and Chandler Jones. Um, I think, man, uh, Devontae's a big pickup. It was a big whenever it happened.
1: Um, but, it, again, you you've it? got Max Crosby coming off one side and Chandler Jones, who's still doing it, by the way. He's yeah. still getting after the quarterback, man. That's going to be – this. It's, this team is going to be exciting to watch. But out of – Especially any team in this division. I see this team with just so many question marks. And yeah. I don't, I know you don't trust this team, and you, you probably have them rated a little bit worse than I do. But I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. This team could be, it's got a wide range. High ceiling, low floor.
2: Very true. Very true. Maybe the highest ceiling and lowest floor out of any team in the NFL because yes. I could see a variety of things. Uh, me looking at the additions, I don't see any offensive linemen, and that scares me. Yeah, that's not good because this all. And they the just
1: they just waived last year's seventeenth overall pick. Yeah. Alex Leatherwood.
2: Leatherwood. Yeah, Leatherwood, and also yeah, they're releasing first round picks left and right. Uh, yeah, I mean this is a
1: perfect.
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods. All at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part—they're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty-five day returns on your next order. That's quince.com/upgrade.
1: Perfect segue. It's out of out of part. the last five first-round picks they've taken, they have zero of them on the roster.
2: That's not good. That's not. No. That's really bad. That's Other really than this really year's. And how or many Actually, teams, they didn't have one this year. How many teams get away with that? There's not many. Even the Patriots, who are notoriously known for fucking up first-round picks, it's starting to weigh on them now.
1: Because it's like, oh, shit. We don't it have does. a super cool I mean,
2: quarterback. Yeah.
1: See, and that's that's the whole thing. Because, you know, I, I remember at some point in this Octopod series, you it was the NFC West. It was about the Rams. You brought up a point that I made about trading all your first-round picks away. I I understand you can you can go win a Super Bowl by trading. I If you told me this team made an AFC championship game, I'd believe you. But if you told me this team missed the playoffs, I'd also believe you. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know.
2: Okay. I don't Defending think— Defending myself on what, the Rams' you... take? Hold on a second. Defending myself on the Rams day. I'm saying it's better Okay, if the Rams would have turned that first-round pick with Alex Leatherwood and another first-round pick into Russell Wilson and some offensive fucking linemen. Everybody changes their tone, don't they? Everybody's like, oh, well Those three are what would you say the last six first-round picks went through the shitter. This is why it works five okay you give five first round picks for the best left tackle exactly. in football and everybody says how shitty it is but it's like no we would have fucked up the picks anyways some teams need to trade the first round picks cuz they don't they're not hitting on them
1: at, but at some a, point when you, you have continue a guarantee. when you when you don't when you don't get assets for those picks though when you hold on to them and you do whiff time and time again it, it, it's going to come back to you
2: yeah that's like impossible to get out of that hole if you're just constantly fucking up the draft Like I look at Cleveland with quarterbacks <laughs> like, it, uh, It's just you know, that's just how it happens um, Let's go into departures here Quarterback Marcus Mariota, he went to the Falcons. He's the new starting quarterback there wide receiver Deshaun Jackson He's gone wide receiver Zay Jones. He went to the Jags um, Offense guard Richie Incognito. He retired um, He's going to be bullying people at the nursing home um, defensive end, Yannick <laughs> Ngaku, he was traded right to the Colts. Defensive tackle, Quentin Jefferson, went to the Seahawks. Linebacker, Corey Littleton, um, he went to the Panthers. And then the cornerback, Casey Hayward, went to the Falcons. Um, any big names stick out to you here in this departures
1: list? Not, no, really, really no. Uh, this team maybe Casey Hayward uh, this team struggled in the secondary last year to begin with yeah uh, they did pick up Rockson and uh, Anthony Everett uh, as you said but otherwise not, not too much
2: and those guys aren't even like you know they're not like considered really good those are like just average corners that they picked up I just but, put them in but just really more good than the 14 Raiders. games yeah yeah you get some of the, some of those positions that the Raiders throw out there those guys are not stars not stars at all. But that's what happens when you whiff on the draft picks. I think Richie Incognito retiring affects him a little bit. I think it does. He's been a good offensive lineman since he came back from the Raiders. He's been good.
1: That's true. You know, he's I mean, been a, a good. He's reliable. always been the guy that takes just just bad penalties at times. Yeah. But he's had a starting job in the NFL for a long time for a reason. He's not he known for block. his
2: character, but he can block. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, them losing offensive line help when they just don't have an offensive line to begin with that's not good so let's go through their draft here in the third they took offensive guard dylan parham so they did try to get some help uh fourth round they took running back Zemir white and defensive tackle neil farrell jr Uh, this is their draft up until the fourth round they didn't have any picks before this because they picked up Devontae. um I guess... I mean, they filled the hole. <laughs> they got a guard. <laughs> they plugged the hole, man. They plugged... I mean, they literally plugged the gaping hole with
1: just a little earplug. <laughs> Again, though, I mean, like I said... Like I said, with the Broncos, you can pretty much sum it up as... They traded all their top picks away. I, I think they did what they could. Dylan Parham's a solid guard to pick up in the third round. Um, Zamir White in the fourth, that could turn into something. And they... Not that they have bad running backs, but they don't. They obviously don't have elite running backs. So uh, Josh Jacobs gets hurt pretty frequently over yeah. you know the, the course of his career. So a little bit of added added depth there isn't a bad thing.
2: No, no, definitely not. Um, all right, Nathan, I'll give you this one. Four is yours. Tell me about the uh, Las or Las Vegas
1: Raiders. Tell me what they're doing. So the offense. Aside from the offensive line, I love it. The offensive line, though, like that is killing me. I actually had them finishing, I want to say it was 11-6 and when they made this Devontae Mm -hmm. Adams trade. And over time, the thought of their offensive line, just mentally, I I can't imagine how Derek Carr is going to feel is just beating me down little by little. (laughs) So, (laughs) defensively, I think they're going to be probably average, you know, middle of the pack in the league, nothing too crazy. But I think the offensive line is going to come back to haunt them in the end. But uh, (laughs) I'll leave you with this. Okay. Who did we say that about last year?
2: Offensive line? The Bengals. Bengals had a Bangles. big offense, big offense, not offensive line. You're right. I will one up you though. One had Joe Burrow, and the other one had Derek Carr. <laughs> Who would you rather have for the next five years, and how sure are you on that? It's Joe Burrow, a thousand percent. That's the difference, I think.
1: I will. It, I'll give it, that to you, but I, I you have to. <laughs> let's let's not downplay. Car too much though.
2: I'm going to. You want me to go into mine? Derek Carr. You want me to go into mine? What you say? Derek Carr does.
1: Not not yet. Not yet. Derek Carr does. Since he came into the league, lead the league in fourth quarter comebacks. Derek Carr has done a lot considering the situations in that Raiders organization.
2: Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now. Here's another question I want to bring up, though, is the Josh McDaniels experiment 2.0. <laughs> there's
2: so many. That's... Yeah, exactly. We're just ignoring. You're just like covering up this shit. You're just like, hey, look at my Lamborghini. But then you open up the, the trunk and there's like three dead bodies in it and the fucking tire's flat. Like, oh, no, don't look at that. But look at the Lamborghini. You got Devante, Derek Carr, and then, oh, Josh McDaniels. Don't ignore him. Uh, ignore him. Offensive line. Uh, I can't Here, check
1: out, out Darren line. Waller.
2: Yeah, Darren Waller, <laughs> Renfro. It's
1: like, uh. I I get it. Like I don't know, but Josh McDaniels, that's going to be a question mark too. I really any coach from the Bill Belichick or you know tree. There's, there's going to be some question marks that come along with that, especially when they've already not dealt, done well as a, a head coach once.
2: Charlie Weiss was a legend. I don't know what you're talking about. And Matt Patricia was one of the best Detroit Lions coaches I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I have the Raiders. I've got. I, I remember, remember how high I had him. You did. I think it was, it was twelve. It was eleven or twelve wins. I had him. I've got him cool. at nine and eight now. Nine and eight. Nine and eight.
2: Okay, I like it. Honestly, it's not that bad. I hope they go 9-8. I really like this Raiders team even though I'm about to fucking shred them to pieces um, They have a great receiving core absolutely amazing. They got Waller Renfro, and Adams as we talked about that's big I mean, they still got Foster Moreau too, which yeah. is a great backup tight end Honestly, he could be a tight end uh, starting tight end on a lot of teams. I think um, But damn, you can't ignore the fucking O-line the O-line. It's like you got this perfect girl. It's like, oh, yeah, she, she likes to cook. She loves your family. Uh, she's nice to you. She's honest. And then it's like, oh, she's got $100 million in credit card debt. It's like you can't ignore the $100 million in credit card debt. There's obviously some underlying problems there. Um, and I mean, you talk about Derek Carr. like, oh, he didn't have that bad of a year last year. 4,800 yards passing, very, very good. Leads the league in 4th quarter comebacks. He puts himself in those situations, but okay. 23 touchdowns and 14 interceptions last year for Derek Carr. In a 17 game season and this guy's supposed to be a gunslinger. He threw 23 fucking touchdowns and threw 14 interceptions. He had 13 fumbles also on the year. He had more turnovers than he had touchdowns last year in the NFL. But just cover that up. That's what the Raiders are this year. Just cover everything up. forget about Gruden. We got Josh McDaniels now. You know, forget about the O-line. We got Devontae Adams. And now, the whole offense revolves around how well the guy that turned the ball over more times than he threw passing touchdowns, the whole offense revolves around him and how well he throws the football. I, I, I like Derek Carr. I do like Derek Carr. But I think... If you had the chance to get Russ, I would have gotten Russ over him. I would have, you know, obviously Rodgers True everybody in the market except for maybe Jimmy G But I think even Jimmy G could be argued because I think Jimmy G would do all right in this offense um And if you're gonna say like oh, I, I'm not gonna put the fumbles on him because that could have just been how bad the old line is That's also that's that's a negative. That's a part of the problem You know, like either way if you argue any of that, it's that's
1: a valid it's a valid point for Derek Carr, but a negative for the Raiders overall. <laughs> exactly.
2: Um, and I feel like that's what a lot of these arguments for Derek Carr is. It's like defending Derek Carr, but the team is still not good, so it's not gonna equal the end anything. And I've even talked about Josh Jacobs, who cannot no. stay healthy and was playing in preseason games because Josh McDaniels does not believe in him. He does not believe in him one bit. I I no. don't I, I I've seen the reports, I've seen all the stuff. There's no way that Josh McDaniels thinks Josh Jacobs is going to be the starting running back going forward. Um, man, let's also Josh McDaniels. Let's not forget what the last thing he did was it was drafting Tim Tebow, and it was going three and nine and getting fired in the second season with Denver. He's, he wasn't known for drafting very well, so he's going to fit right in the Oakland. Um, I think this is the worst team in the division. I think they're going eight and nine and they're missing the playoffs. I think that's fair. Thank you.
1: Even at 9-8, I think they missed the playoffs there. Yeah. And I, I, what I do think is, I I think this Derek Carr situation, the Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, I think it'll work out in the 100%. next few years. Yeah. I just don't think it's this year. I don't and think like, this is going to be a first-year fixed situation.
2: Look at, look at Kirk Cousins in Washington, the years that they were barely missing the playoffs. He was putting up great numbers. He's putting up great numbers. Carr Carr and Adams can do the same thing, but they lose games because they lose 38-35 to some games. Or, you know, they get blown out because the offensive line can't fucking block shit, you know. I I think that's just kind of what we're going to see with this uh, this Vegas team this year. I think if they can add to the offensive line and there's no new quarterback that comes out of nowhere, maybe run it back with Joe. I'm... If this, had a, this team had a good O-line, I'd believe it a lot more. Like, a lot more.
1: I will, absolutely.
2: Because Derek Carr with a bad O-line, that's not good. Derek Carr with an average no. O-line is, is good. Him with a great O-line, we don't know because we've never fucking seen it. We've never
1: seen it. <laughs> never seen it.
2: So, 8-9 eh, for me. All right. Let's talk about KC, baby. Let's talk You're about ready for KC. this for me. I know. This is my team. I have, like, six teams, I guess. Um, Kansas City, 12-5. and five. In 2021 they lost in the AFC championship game 24 to 27 in overtime um, Additions Ronald Jones from the Bucks. He signed a one-year deal wide receive, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster He signed a one-year deal um, Worth 10.75 million. He came from the Steelers wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling from the Packers He signed a three-year 30 million dollar deal Defensive end Carlos Dunlap from Seattle. He signed a one-year deal for $8 million. Linebacker Jermaine Carter Jr. He came from Carolina. He signed a one-year deal. Safety Justin Reed from the Texans signed a three-year, $31.5 million deal. And defensive back Lonnie Johnson was acquired in the trade with the Houston Texans in exchange for a 2024 conditional seventh-round pick. I want to talk to you specifically about a couple guys. We're going to just go through this, okay? Juju. What do you think is the possibility? Give me just a percentage, I guess. Percentage chance that Juju has his best season
1: of his career this season. 90%. Ooh,
2: okay. I like it. Let me hear it. I,
1: I'll, I'll tell you what. I am much higher on this Chiefs team than you think I am. Okay. Over the la- And really, over the last two weeks, I kind of dove into this Chiefs team and started to look at everything. I initially, and you're going to talk about this in a minute. I, when I initially did my uh, rankings, it, it was right after the draft. I told you this Chiefs schedule is tough. Very. Their schedule is very tough. The record I, I I'm going to say at the end does not fully reflect how I feel about this team whatsoever. All for it. I think they're better That's than that good. record.
2: Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of teams like that. Strength schedule bites them on the ass. Um, Juju, about-
1: and I, I think Marquez Vavila Scantling can can play a good role in this offense too. Like
2: Maybe Phil. This off. is going to force. I, oh, yeah, I'll let you. Yeah, you, you go on
1: it. It's going to force KC to be a little bit more uh, well-rounded. One thing that, you know. Obviously, it was always Tyreek and, and Travis Kelsey. If they were doubling Tyreek, he went to Kelsey. If they were doubling Kelsey, it went to Tyreek. He's going to be forced to throw the ball to a few, you know, a number of different targets. So uh, I, I think that's going to help. Carlos Dunlap is also low key a pickup I really like. Yeah. This team struggled. This team nice struggled Patrick. at times last year to get to the quarterback. And I like that pick. They've got, you know, um, who else is on their defensive line? I'm, yeah, Clark, Frank Clark. No, I think is it James Clark that uh, they had him at defensive end last year. He's naturally a defensive tackle. Anyway, moving ba- him back Frank to uh, defensive tackle for the, Frank Clark. That's who it is. Yeah. So, I, I think this and, and Justin Reed. They lost the uh, the honey badger last oh, year.
2: I want to save the honey. We got to save the safety. I know. Pa- I know. I want to save it for the departures.
1: Okay, all right. I won't talk about him yet though.
2: I just stick with with Scantling and Juju. I think I really think okay. that's uh, Valdez Scantling is gonna be like I, I, What we wanted Byron Pringle and McColl Hardman to turn into, you know kind of just a reliable like I feel like Pringle and and uh, Hardman really tried to do too much for this offense and that's what sent him back I think Scantling yeah. and Juju those guys are gonna be guys they're going to go in there and get business done. They're not going to do anything crazy, try to burn anybody. I, and Juju, I mean, he's not going to be getting doubled. He's going to be, you know, one-on-one because they're going to be going crazy with Kelsey. Um, I just think this is a lot of weapons. I low-key really like Ronald Jones, too. Really, really like that pickup. It's a big pickup. Yeah. Like I'm ready they, to need, they,
1: they need help at running. Like, yeah, And with Clyde, I really... Uh, it was a questionable pick at the time for me in the first round and i still question it to this day he fumbles the ball i just and even last year we saw a couple of uh receivers come up while he was down and put up the same production if not yeah. better i just i don't understand what what the thought is there and, and you know with Mahomes you don't need an elite running game obviously you know when you've yeah. got Mahomes so true it's hard to critique it too much because obviously you don't want to go out and pay a running back a ton of money. Yeah, when you've got Mahomes.
2: Um, let's go through some subtractions here. They lost running back Darrell Williams. He went to the Cardinals. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill. He was straight to the Dolphins. Wide receiver Byron Pringle. He went to the Bears. Defensive tackle Jeron Reed. Uh, he went to the Packers. Linebacker Melvin go- Melvin Ingram <laughs> went to the Dolphins. Cornerback. <laughs> Trevars Ward he went to the 49ers safety Tyron Matthew. He went to the Saints and also safety Daniel uh, Daniel Sorensen he went to the Saints as well uh, You want to start with Tyreek? You want to talk about the Tyreek thing? How big of an impact do you think that's gonna have on this offense? Let me leave it at, at, at that
1: What I will say is this this offense is going to look a lot different and in, in the way they Operate in the way they, you know, move the ball downfield. But overall, as far as production goes, I don't think it's going to change very much at all.
2: Yeah, I agree. I don't. I've. I told you whenever this trade happened, because you were really big on this Tyreek Hill thing, really fucking everybody up. True. You know, you were the first guy that was like, "Dude, this is this is going to really impact um, their offense." Which Tyreek Hill is unbelievable. I mean, he's one of the fastest wide receivers we've ever seen. Uh, a great deep ball threat He caught nine touchdowns last year He caught 1200 yards. You're telling me you can't get that production from Juju Or you can't get that production from Valdez Scantling like combined together like come on. Yeah, no 100% and guess what that also means Kelsey who's a more reliable target than Tyreek Hill is gonna get more targets That's these are not negatives to me then them picking if they would have did what Baltimore would have done or what Baltimore did and just not picked up anybody yeah, right, and not pick him.
1: anybody. Yeah,
2: like that would have been. Then I would have been bitching and moaning about him. Um, I don't like losing Darrell no, Williams, but they picked up Ronald Jones, which I think is a better pickup for a backup running yeah. back. Um, Tyron Matthew, he wasn't that good last year. He was not that good at all. He gave up. Uh, he gave up a lot of big plays in that Bengals game too in the playoffs. Um, I think the Justin Reed pickup is low-key going to be maybe the biggest pickup for the Chiefs this season, Um, other than Juju. I
1: I want to talk about this one a little bit. Okay, let's break it down. Because about midway through last year, I saw a, a shift in the Chiefs defense because Tyron Matthew, for the last few years while he was in Kansas City, was kind of the vocal, you know, Leader. He was the leader of that defense. They've got they, they got a new guy last year, Nick Bolton, middle linebacker, yeah, who showed he can he can lead that defense. He can you know be the quarterback of that defense out there. So I don't, as far as a production standpoint goes, you know, as far as a guy who can call that defense and, and make the plays there. I don't think you're going to lose that in Justin Reed and and Nick Bolton there. I I think they're going to be fine. I I don't mind them losing Honey Badger much at all.
2: Okay. I like that. I like that because I'm going to use a lot of this against you. Not even against you, but I'm going to use this for my argument. (laughs) Um, Let's go through the draft here. In the first, they took cornerback Trent McDuffie and also defensive end George uh, Carlifitis. Carlifitis? Carl Loftus. Carl Loftus. That's it. Damn it! I fucking I wrote that one down, but I didn't say. Uh, second round they took wide receiver Sky Moore and safety uh, Brian Cook. Third round they took linebacker Leo Chino, and fourth round they took cornerback Joshua Williams. Uh, Nathan. Anything? Be- I mean, Sky Moore, another offensive weapon. Uh, it could be
1: potentially. Trick McDuffie. Uh, this, and and they're They haven't been They have never it, By never I mean in the last few years In the Mahomes era Been particularly strong In the secondary Trent McDuff, he's They've never been good in defense, defense there. In general Mahomes has in, never had a general, top
2: 10 defense Ever
1: Yeah so, I think, and, and along with Sky Moore, there's another guy to keep an eye on, too. If he can stay healthy, because that's the reason he wasn't drafted, he was an undrafted free agent, Justin Ross from Clemson. Five-star recruit, just battled injuries. You know, if the guy yeah. can stay healthy, he's going to be an impact player. I, I could see him taking over kind of that deep threat role, him and Sky Moore both. You know, wow. just... Fast guys on the edge, so
2: nothing wrong with fast guys on this offense, especially with Andy Reid. Yeah, and, and Mahomes' arm. True. Yeah, you can see a lot of like, like think about all the stuff they did with Tyreek. Tyreek's big thing was also his dual threat stuff. They did that little. Remember they invented like the forward pass shit, where the wide receiver run across and they just they give Mahomes a touchdown Shovel even it. though he just even though he fucking shuffled it two yards in front of him. Yeah, they could do they have so much speed now with with Sky Moore and like you said that kid from Clemson. Like those guys can fill that spot. So it's like that's why I'm yeah. just, I I just don't think that Tyreek Hill loss was that big. I love No, cuz
1: you got Andy Andy Reid is a creative guy. He's he's going to figure it out.
2: Yeah. I really their strength of schedule is hard. Tied for fifth this year um 154 135 record for the opponents in 2021 nathan if you don't mind can i take kc first so
1: for hold on real quick okay. i want to say that the strength of schedule only takes into account last year's record true very true this schedule plays a lot tougher than because you gotta you gotta remember two of those games are against bronco who the broncos who were seven and ten last year yeah uh it, this schedule plays a little bit tougher than that. Anyway, go ahead.
2: Realistically, yeah, this team probably has one of the hardest schedules. Maybe top i would say top three—just from us going through and yeah. talk the pods off the top of my head. Um, I love this KC team. I do. I—I I, I really think lose them losing Tyreek might have made me like them more, just because now I feel like Mahomes had a lot of—he would tunnel in on Tyreek. He would really force some balls to Tyreek. Now he is ha- he has to spread the offense, and I think that's also what Andy Reid wants him to do: spread the offense out. You have all here's he go. Here's all these toys play with all of them. That's what he wants him to do. Don't play with just one toy. And also, if you want to, you have a reliable one in Travis Kelsey. If you're going to rely on one, I would much rather you rely on Travis Kelsey. I, I really like them adding Juju as well. You know, he's not going to put up crazy. You know. I think he, he, he might catch if you told me eight or nine touchdowns, maybe even ten, over a thousand yards, I'd believe it. You know. And honestly, I was just about to say I don't think he can fill the void that Tyreek left, but that fills it right there, statistic wise. You know, and that's the crazy thing is Tyreek's not putting up these crazy numbers that we think he is. Uh, he was a couple of years ago, but he's not anymore. It's just because Mahomes has to spread the ball around. Um and I, I really think that Juju is gonna strive in this offense. Losing the honey badger as we talked about it sucks on paper. On paper and Madden, it's gonna suck. But I think Justin Reed's gonna play better than him. <laughs> I think he's gonna fill that that void, like you said, and he's gonna fucking destroy that boy. He's gonna be destroying that void. He's hammering that void. I think that Justin Reed is gonna be a great fill-in for the honey badger. Um, and on top of all that, I wanna talk about Ronald Jones. I wanna talk about Ronald Jones because he gets me excited. We saw Darrell Williams. Darrell Williams, is it Darrell Williams or Darrell Williams? I think it's Darrell, right? I think it's Darrell. It's Darrell Williams. Um, I like Darrell Williams. I had him on my fantasy team. Great receiving back, not that good of a runner. I think Ronald Jones, if Edwards Hilaire goes out, I think Ronald Jones can do what Darrell Williams couldn't do last year, and that's take the spot from Edwards Hilaire. Andy Reid is going into this season, too. There's going to be so much more pressure on Edwards Hilaire because he's underperformed every goddamn year that he's been in this league. And I'm tired of seeing him on this offense because he's really holding them back. I think Ronald Jones is a proceeding back. He, he can catch some passes. And also, I mean, he was sitting behind for Fournette, so we didn't really get to see him that much. I think he could still hit the hole pretty hard. KC still has a pretty decent offensive line. You know, I, I think Ronald Jones, if Edward Tolare bounces out, I think he could really be like a missing piece type thing uh, for this Casey offense. I'm even going that far with a backup running back. How do you like that? Um, that's big man that is big that is big but I I, I really think he I would much rather have a uh, try Ronald Jones two or three games starting at running back than Edward Solaire that's where I'm at on Edward Solaire um, I think this is the year that that Mahomes goes back to the top of the mountain because there's been a lot of talks these last couple years but he's still making AFC championships he's still doing all this this is the year he really needs to step up to your lost Tyreek if Miami goes out and goes ten and six, if you're not going above ten and six, people are saying like, "Oh, Mahomes can't win without Tyreek." All this shit, you know, like you're going to have so much. There's a lot of pressure on this season, and I think Mahomes lives for that. I think he's arguably the most talented quarterback in the league. I would take him maybe over just about anybody, and I think he's just going to throw for an ungodly amount of passing yards and touchdowns. They to added to the defense. I know it's going to be a hard record, but I think a lot of those games, KC's going to fucking put their foot down and stamp it. I, I can see them beating the Bengals. I can see them beating the Rams. I, I, this is me, Mr. Optimistic for KC, 12 and 5. They're winning the division.
1: How do you see the Week 6 matchup against the Bills going?
2: I think they're losing the Bills. That I did give to the Bills. bill Bills got a good defense.
1: They do, and I think the Bills are going to – the bills are going to come back with a a vengeance this year. I feel like, but we're not talking about them. The Chiefs. Here we go. So, I really, I I completely agree with you. I think this, like I said, this offense is. My first reaction was, I just I don't know how this is going to go. Like I said, I'm I'm a lot higher. You, what did you think I was? What record do you think I was going to say coming into this?
2: Ten and seven.
1: All right. I'm a little bit I I'm, I'm, I'm more generous than that. I'll give you that. Uh, the over-under is ten and, sep- ten, and fi- 10 and a half. 10.5. 10. 10.5. Yeah. 10. <laughs> now, like I said, coming into the season, uh, as soon as that Tyreek Hill trade was made, my initial thought was, obviously, this isn't good. But as the more I started thinking about it is, between Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, I think they're going to be able to make it work. Like I said, this offense is going to look a lot different in the way they move the ball down the field. I don't think you're going to see nearly as many, you know, quick, quick shot touchdowns because Tyreek Hill provided a lot of that. I think you're you're not going to see quite as much deep down the field. I, I think they're still going to find ways to include that in there because you have to when Mahomes has an arm like that. Uh, defensively, I think, like I said, adding to the secondary, uh, I think Justin Reed's going to be a fine replacement for the Honey Badger. He's getting he, he's an older, too. Uh, yeah. Tyron Matthew. And I, I think, like, with Nick Bolton um, leading the defense, I, I think they're going to be fine there. Hopefully, it, it, like you said, Mahomes has made, what is it, two AFC championships in the Super Bowl in his first. Three AFC championships. At I least know. three now, yeah. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's stupid. But uh, they're gonna make it work. I think they're going twelve and five. I agree with cool.
2: you. Okay, I like it. I like it. I think. I mean, honestly, if they go ten and seven, I wouldn't be surprised. But they're they're a ten and seven team that's gonna make the AFC championship. In fact, I'm going go out the limb. This is my Super Bowl team. I'm picking KC. That's my big hot take. Casey's winning the Super Bowl this year. They're doing it. This is the year. This is the year. Mahomes is going back. To the, and once he wins it, I can't wait for all you bitches to still be saying, "Oh, Justin Herbert. They win eleven and six this year. He's better than Mahomes." Shut the fuck up. Get out of here, with
1: that. What well, the Chargers are going to finish eleven and six, and the Chiefs are going to finish ten and seven. The Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and everybody's Justin like, Herbert, "Well, Justin Herbert's better.
2: He, he's better." <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, let's, yeah, we got to go through the list as always. Denver. Who'd you, What do you got them going?
1: I had Denver at oh, 12 and 5. Damn.
2: 10 and 7 oh, for me. Uh, Chargers. 12 and 5. 11 and 6. Uh, Raiders.
1: 9 and
2: 8. 8 and 9. And then Kansas City. Both twelve and five. We only had one. Twelve and five. Won the same this week. I like it.
1: I have a three-way tie at twelve and five for the division lead.
2: Okay, we have. That's. You have like a clusterfuck scenario that I really (laughs) hope happens. Three just super dominant teams in one division. Um. Okay, so we've got we're done with the octopod. This is the end of the octopod. Any amendments that you want to make? Any teams that you're like, I think I was a little high on, or I think I was a little low on, just off the top of your head?
1: I've got one that I think I was very low on. Who's that? Uh, the Saints. I I think I had them, it was something like 4-13. and 13. I was incredibly low on the Saints. Like
2: I was wrong with the Saints, too.
1: The more I look at it, Jameis, you know, obviously he's coming off an injury, uh, but he kept the interceptions to a minimum last season while still throwing for a lot of touchdowns. Not a crazy amount of yards, but still decent. Uh, You're adding Jarvis Landry to the mix, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas is coming back.
2: He's going to play week one, apparently.
1: Alvin Kamara's playing as far as I know. Yeah, so... And they're saying this is going to be a defensively led team, and that offense sounds pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, I I had them at six wins. Looking back on it, I went through. I think I put them. I, I
1: moved them to nine and eight.
2: I think I can't go that high. I'm going eight um, and nine, just because Dennis Allen is the head coach. They're going from Sean Payton to Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen, if you don't remember, he was the coach for the Raiders, and he fucking sucked. He fucking sucked. And like, Bill Simmons said this. I, I know I take a lot of shit from Bill Simmons. But he said this about Dennis Allen. And he's like, some guys just are supposed to be coordinators. This is, okay, now this is my words. Romeo Cornell. I liked him as a head coach, but he just wasn't a good head coach. He's a better coordinator. Patricia, better coordinator. McDaniels, so far, better coordinator. A lot of these guys just need to stick to the coordinator position. And I think Dennis Allen's probably, like, look at Steve Spagnola. That dude couldn't coach. Uh, he couldn't coach shit. He couldn't coach anybody. Bad coach. Bad head coach. But a great defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. You know, I, I think the Saints at most will win eight games. But I am bumping them up from, I think I had them five or six wins. So, I'm bumping them up. Uh, I think I had the Giants with four wins. I'm pretty sure I said the Giants with four wins. You're going more than that I think I'm believing in Giants a little bit all right I, I, wait I think I'm gonna drop the Giants a little bit I think that's. Oh, you're what you're gonna, gonna say you're gonna drop them okay I'm dropping them a little bit just because um, I was gonna say gonna,
1: you need to explain yourself
2: <laughs> no. um, I I'm very curious about Saquon I think Saquon's gonna be healthy this year down in the universe because I have him on the fantasy team. But I really do think he's going to be healthy this year. Um,
1: Even with I, Saquon healthy, though, this is still a
2: bad team. Yeah. Offensive tackle Evan Neal is looking horrible. <laughs> horrible. Like, he's getting cooked left and right. Um, <clears throat> I, let me see how many wins I had them at. I had them going 5-2. and two. I think I'll drop that down on more like 4-2. I think they they might have. I've got it. Number a, I had them at three team.
1: and fourteen. Damn. I the I think so the Giants are going to make on. a run at worst team in the league. I,
2: I mean I I, I don't. I, I don't see that not happening for sure. The Giants definitely <laughs> have a good case for that. Them in Chicago. Chicago is a nice sneaky one too. Chicago um, is and Seattle. I Seattle yeah Seattle I had I think I might bump Seattle up a little. Because I think Drew Locke and Noah mm, fan might have a oh, couple good games.
1: <laughs> don't say that. I'm just
2: kidding. No, I'm done with the amend- or amendments. I'm good. I've set mine in stone.
1: I think I'm gonna bump the Patriots to eight wins. I had them at six.
2: Okay, that's not bad. And I might drop the Patriots.
1: Really, <laughs> just on the just on the grounds of. I think Bill Belichick finds ways to win a lot of games. Uh, they've got a good home field advantage. Extremely cold. They love that. They can just run the ball down your throat. As well, uh, Devontae Parker, if he can stay healthy, is the best receiver we've seen in New England in quite some time. So it's not saying
2: much, though.
1: I know, but <laughs> I, I'll give him 8-9.
2: My thing is we find another we get a lot of re- reoccurring themes of how teams are doing Because the bad ones kind of follow each other and the good ones kind of follow each other The Patriots remind me of one of the bad ones Let's talk about their first round picks that they've had I know It's not been good it's not been I have
1: good. one losing record is that not good enough?
2: I mean yeah I so. Alright final thoughts Actually, do you want to have a joint final thought or do you have anything specific? Go
1: ahead.
2: Let's talk about our fantasy teams. Why the fuck did I take Zeke and Saquon? Horrible
1: picks. Horrible. Horrible. No, but here's the thing. You very well, if they stay held, there's a lot of ifs there. Too many You've got a lot of upside. You have a lot of upside on your team. My thing is,
2: I look at my team with just Saquon and Zeke, And it's like, dude, if these guys are good, they're really good, and I'm going to be fine. But even if they're, like, average, I'm not going to be able to trade them for shit. Because nobody wants to deal with that shit.
1: Nobody's going to trust that.
2: Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about your team?
1: Uh, I'm feeling... I I would like a little bit more running back depth. I kind of handcuffed myself, but... I'm feeling good. My depth is Cam Akers who I don't know what kind of a role he's gonna play in James hopefully not, Cook, one, I I got, <laughs> so hopefully not a big one
2: because <laughs> I got I got Daryl Henderson Junior.
1: Hopefully not a big one. And James Cook. I took a I uh, I took James Cook. I think I think he's gonna ride the bench for the first few weeks, but as they uh, kind of progress and find more of a role from him there, I think he's I, I think he could be a big contributor.
2: I hope you're a year too early with James Cook. That's what I'm hoping I, for. Because I really like James be, Cook.
1: But it's worth, a, it's, it's worth a flyer.
2: I really think the Bills might take a little bit to figure out about though. But, um, I, I, like I think they could. Who, who was your quarterback? Who'd you end up getting?
1: I picked up Russ and like it was the Russ, 10th oh yeah, or 11th round.
2: I think Russ is gonna have a good year. Like he had good stats last year in limited, uh, 25 touchdowns and six picks last year for Russ in 14 games. On a bad team, you're only throwing six interceptions. I'm
1: all for it. Yeah. Um, okay. I think he's gonna be good, man.
2: What do you think? Uh, where do you think you're finishing in the fantasy?
1: Ah, uh, it's a ten-man league. I think I'll probably finish sixth. I think I'm finishing ninth.
2: Sorry, a bunch <laughs> of people walked in.
1: <laughs> okay. Um,
2: yeah, I think they're gonna finish ninth, or I'm gonna finish ninth. I, I don't. You want to share our fantasy team names?
1: <laughs> nobody got mine, man.
2: What The Aaron Rodgers one?
1: Yeah, nobody gets it.
2: Wow, I got it. I'm on your side. <laughs> nobody got mine either. No, yours is great. <laughs> Mine's pretty. <laughs> uh, mine is Deshaun Watts Under My Towel. Um, that was my fantasy
1: name. Okay. We'll end it And mine mine is ayahuasca the Grouch. That's a good nickname. I know. All Nobody it. got it. Alright. Nathan, you know what to say. Spread the word.